0: All right, and there it is. Now we're moving.
1: Yeah,
2: we're we're just still hung up on like the poetry podcast from last week. And yeah, from, like, And we're like, still not in our no right clue. mind.
0: Oh yeah, we're we're not even on our left mind. Hi gang.
1: Hi Chris. Hi. How
0: are we? Hello. This is Monkey Business, it your has been monkey business. your <laughs> weekly trip into something <laughs> weird. <laughs> I am your host, Chris, as Hi. always. With me, Billy and Tanya, in the studio today, Rob and Zach and Becca. Oh. And uh, my baby boy, Ian, is hanging out in the background being all bored, and I can't blame him. And on the phone with us, the ever-present, the ever-lovely, Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Hello. And you have your whole, um, you have your peanut gallery with you today, I'm, I'm assuming. Am I correct? I, I do.
3: I, I have Chris and Alana. And Alana, the
0: yeah. monkey wench, is there. Hi, Chris. How you doing, buddy? Good. How you doing? Oh, I'm having more fun than I know what to do with. And also on the phone with us today, also... Is the illustrious, the amazing Sybil? Sybil,
2: hi. Hi,
4: we missed you, Annie. We haven't
0: heard your voice in so long. I know long. it's been
2: forever.
4: I'm
0: so happy to hear from you, kiddo. And you, but you're 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 playing injured today. I'm I'm hearing.
2: I am playing injured today.
0: Oh my but, god! But even
2: injured, she can give us a good lowdown well, I'm on telling uh, you. leverage. This
0: is a thing. we have got a little leverage on some leverage today. <laughs> and uh, so we're doing another not a book club episode. We've done. Well, now, what have we done on not a book club so far? We did uh, uh, the movie Heather's,
2: Heather's, Black Mirror. We did
0: an episode of Black Mirror, the uh, the British uh, the British sci fi series. Think, yeah, this, this is also. our third, and one. and this is our third one. We're going to we're going to take a dip into Leverage, Leverage. the the Timothy Hutton uh, yes. starring vehicle that uh, has been out. Is it, now is it done? Have they yes, are they making done. anymore? It was two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. Okay, two
2: thousand eight to se- two thousand twelve
0: Now the basic premise is in essence is the bad guys turn good guys. And, uh, and you have a, a crew of, of misfits mm-hmm. and, and criminals who have now uh, turned their powers to help those. It's almost like it's almost like a Mission Impossible meets yeah. the A-Team. The,
2: the whole premise is former insurance investigator Nate Ford and his uh-huh. band of cohorts act as modern-day Robin Hoods, pulling elaborate scams targeted against the greedy and the corrupt. Nate okay. was inspired to begin his con business when his former employer refused to pay for treatment that could have saved his son's life.
0: All right. And then so that's where the, that whole kind of thing spirals from mm-hmm. there. Now, yeah. on the panel today, who's who's been watching this show regularly? I see Tanya hey, raises her hand and Becca, of, Becca Becca, kind of sort the of. Then part. Sybil and
2: Sybil Sherry. Sybil and Sherry, you guys are? Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. Now,
1: Sherry, was this your yeah. idea that this, this, this pie kit? my idea. Now, so, well, for, first, I, I want to say... Thanks for giving me another show. I got to binge watch. So,
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's got to be a completist. So. And,
1: and second, thanks for giving me another show. I got to binge watch. It was really fun. Those, those, the two episodes I had to watch, I loved. But yeah. where I'm gonna fit this in, I don't know. But wow, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Like I didn't like. I I don't know if I stayed away from it because of the you title, and I thought be... it was gonna be some business procedural mm-hmm. you no know, the good wife right I, I don't know what i thought it was going to be but it wasn't that and i really liked it so
0: in, in, you know the hallmark of a good show is is not so much the story but the characters yeah. and how they interact with each other and there's there's a lot of fun chemistry between oh the, my god there's the, the lots the of chemistry
1: yeah. between them yeah <laughs> and the funny thing is last friday on my way to work my wife was dropping me off and i mm-hmm. asked her have you ever watched a show called leverage i hadn't watched it yet mm-hmm. and i was just I wanted to get a vibe from her, what it was, or if she liked it or what. And she goes, I'm not sure. So she, when she got home, she checked and said, yeah, I, I have watched it. I don't think I liked it that much. You know, I thought mm-hmm. it was okay. And so when I looked at Netflix, she actually watched 51 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say you thought it was? You watched 51 episodes, episodes of the damn thing. That's and and funny. there's only 77. Yeah. So she's <laughs> she watched, she's most watched of it. two-thirds of it. So That's when funny. she watched it with me, she got a new appreciation for how much I was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And I know her. She was like half watching it while she worked or something. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So.
0: so everybody brings their their, their uh, a certain thing to the, the the table. You have Timothy Hutton's Nathan Ford, who is the mastermind. Yes. And then Gina Bellman plays Sophie Devereaux, the grifter, the, grifter. The, the actress. And it's funny how in the early episodes, they basically make fun of her when she's on stage or in front of a movie camera. She's horrible. And, and and Timothy Hutton's In character yeah he would always say that's not her stage and then the moment she goes into a con you know and then all of a sudden she's this brilliant thing and that's her stage uh Christian Kane plays the the hitter Elliot Spencer this is the guy who's just basically the thug he just he's, he's good at beating <laughs> people down he's a
2: great thug
0: uh, Beth Reescraft <laughs> playing the maniacal uh, cat burglar Parker <laughs> I mean she, that talk about unhinged characters oh, I love- Parker know, is hilarious. She's like my
2: favorite character. So
0: yeah. Aldous Hodge is is Alec Hardison, the hacker. So you have the hacker, the cat burglar, the grifter, the hitter, and the mastermind. And that's your oh. team. That's your leverage team. Um, so when we started coming up with the uh, the doing this as homework for the Not A Book Club, uh, Sherry suggested one particular episode, uh, the Roshman job.
2: And this all stemmed from mm-hmm. what we would, which series would we rewatch or not? Okay, that, yeah, that was, we, that that as was as the we conversation. Ta- okay. Conversation that we had so many podcasts ago, mm-hmm. and we were talking about X Files and things like that. And then Sybil mm-hmm. jumped on. She's like, "Oh, I love rewatching Leverage," and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love that, that series." <laughs> and then so everybody was and talking. Like, leverage. I've already watched it like two or three times. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think, Sorry, it,
3: I think I'm on my sixth rewatch of the entire series.
5: Wow, Woo-hoo!
3: six.
1: It, it actually reminds me a, a little bit of a TV show that only had two seasons. Only the first season was I thought was really excellent. Hmm. But if you ever come across Human Target
0: Okay, yeah. Human Target. Now, I, I human really target? liked it. Who was in that one? Uh what was that guy? Was that recent?
1: Name? Yeah, about five, six, seven yeah, the past years five ago. Research. Uh, I don't remember the, the main guy's name. Jackie Earl Haley, who played Rorschach in The Watchmen, uh-huh. and way back in the day was Kelly Leak in the original Bad News Bears, okay. was in it. And um, As soon as we hear it, we're going uh, to... God, i got to look it up now. Mark, right? Mark but
2: Valley but that she, Mark Valley yeah. played Christopher Chance, yes. Okay. Shea McBride. Shea
1: McBride played uh, his... Uh, let's Winston. See. Winston, yep. And uh, Jackie Earl Haley was the computer hacker and... Mm-hmm so kind
0: of a similar setup yeah and okay. they
1: had to go undercover and and mm-hmm. uh uh christopher chance would take the place of people in tar- in trouble he was the human target oh okay
0: yeah. yeah i do remember seeing an episode of that i get it all right I and, and
1: i really like that show and leverage sort of reminded me a bit of that all right I it, so
0: sybil what brought you to this particular show why is it what is it popped up on your radar so much
4: I honestly started watching it random Sunday on some random station. They just had a marathon playing. Uh huh. Thanks. And I just TNT. started watching it. <laughs> and then every Sunday they had a marathon, so I just got really into the show.
0: Nice. Now, and
4: eventually, just watched every episode several times.
0: Gotcha. Now, Sherry and Sybil, you guys have you're, you're these. This is kind of like your show. I'd say of the panel on on today that you two are probably the biggest fans of Leverage. Do you, in your impression? Uh-huh feel that this this falls it that this show falls into the usual my my what I've called the American T V trap where it's very formulaic. You can kinda of start predict where everything is going and and the the same thing kind of starts becoming the same story over and over and over again. Do you do you feel that it kind of falls into that trap?
3: Um in a way, um it's formulaic but not in a bad way. Uh-huh. Um it has a Okay, first there's something goes wrong, Uh, they hire the team, the team goes in, they start with plan A, something goes wrong with plan A, they switch to another plan. It's very much that way, but you're never sure where it's going to go, when it's going to go wrong, how it's going to go wrong. But you know that everybody, in it requires everybody in the team Mm -hmm. to get... Which is one of the reasons I like it is because it's not a it's not the Timothy Hutton show.
0: Right, it's it's, it's the, everybody has a part.
3: Everybody, you pull any piece out and it changes the show. In mm-hmm. fact, there is a brief time when uh, Gina Bellamy, who at the time was pregnant, left the show.
5: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
3: They brought in someone else. Jerry and, Ryan. The people who are going to I wasn't gonna say. Oh, sorry. (laughs) For the people who didn't know, who who actually are planning on watching, they bring in a different director for a while, and it does change the show a Uh bit—not in a bad way—but it does change the dynamics, and that's part of what I liked about bringing her in. Is it really showed that it really was character-driven, and I love character-driven shows.
1: Right. And can I say one of the positives of the two episodes I saw is that these characters are so damn charming Yeah. that even yes. though they're yeah. not necessarily good people, uh-huh. like a, a couple episodes ago, I talked about seeing the movie Valerian, right. where the good people, but I hated them. <laughs> you know, the, the, good, the two main leads, I didn't like them, even though they were the quote-unquote good, good guys. guys. Whereas this show, I instantly just sort of really enjoyed the, the characters and the people playing them.
0: You're cheering for the bad guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you, Sibs?
4: You know, I, I honestly think the same thing is it's definitely follows a formula, but each episode is still slightly different. Okay. You don't quite know where the twist is going to come. Mm-hmm. And then when it does come, you're like, oh, OK, yeah, I kind of saw that. But yeah, I see how that works.
0: Right. But and these are the shows know- that we watch for the character dynamic, though.
4: Oh yes, like Elliot is my <clears throat> absolute favorite character.
0: Well you've been crushing on <laughs> Christian Kane forever and a day, if I remember correctly. You've been talking about That's Christian Kane very, very often. So yeah. He's dreamy. I love <laughs> so, it looks weird with hair.
4: But you could have the thug be the brainless thug. hmm And he's not. There is so much more he's depth not. to his character that he brings out right. throughout the whole series.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, do we find that Parker evolves at all or does she just stay the the psychotic, uh, you know, kind of she's that girl's not Every, hinged. Right.
2: She Everybody does. Evolves. She evolves. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody evolves.
4: She grows up quite a bit. OK, because
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> I've only seen two episodes so far. I, I watched the very first episode, the pilot, and then I watched the Rashman job because that's the one we talked about for for today. Um, uh, so, you know, and, and so I saw those two episodes and I'm like, I love her. She's awesome. But damn, <laughs> there's, there's, she, <laughs> you know, there's,
1: she is yeah, a stick of dynamite
0: with episode. the fuse lit.
2: Yeah. You gotta watch, yeah, you, know, you know. gotta watch the series to yeah. see how she there, evolves and changes. There's an episode where you work with,
4: uh, her mentor.
0: Okay.
2: That episode is
4: where you really see her grow up. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Now I, I'll ask who plays the mentor. Do we know?
4: Oh, I uh, forget yes, his name.
0: Uh, Mr. Chamberlain. Oh, really? Oh, nice, Chamberlain. nice. Oh, yes. man. <laughs> all right. That's an awesome piece of casting. I'm hooked on that episode already, and I haven't even seen it.
3: <laughs> See? There are so many great cameos. Uh, Mark Shepard's in it. You uh, mm-hmm. already mentioned Jerry
0: Ryan. Right. Will Wheaton. Just all over the place.
3: Mm-hmm. Will Wheaton
2: is yeah. in leverage? Uh, Will Wheaton's Will character Williams. is
0: hilarious. It's- oh, man
2: he's the um, he's another hacker and he's a hacker he's and he so goes funny. against elm um, hardison <laughs> <laughs> him and
0: hardison are like they're, heads.
2: they're like isn't they he like, the one with like the orange other. crush or something yeah, yeah something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah. yeah
5: yeah
0: all right yeah. that's cool all right so let's talk about the roshman job which i think is great because some of the things that we've said already kind of lead into mm-hmm. uh what we're going to talk about and and um like with the Roshman job, it. I think it's a great episode because it's. It takes place in the third season. It's like I think it's like episode ten or eleven. I can't remember exactly. Episode eleven. 11. Actually, episode eleven. I
1: I have a question. Yes. Um, now I like you, Chris. I watched the pilot and mm-hmm. then watched episode eleven of season three. Right. At some point before that episode, did they take a break and sort of reintroduce the characters again? Because in in Rashman job, mm-hmm. you see. Sort of the first time they all met and didn't know it. Yeah. Oh, that because I and happened. they sort of it all it was almost like they were reestablishing the characters again for people who maybe would would jump on after a okay. break in the series. I was
0: kind of having that same feeling too. So I'm going to leave that to our our experts who have watched more of the show. Do you feel like?
3: I'm not sure that that's what they were doing. What I think that they were doing is, it was a way of showing how far these characters had come. Mm-hmm. By yeah. going back to who they were before they got together, before they started working together, they were able to show... Um, that they really have changed in so many ways mm-hmm. and are now entirely different
1: people. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I have to really watch it three seasons to see how they've changed. How they, yeah. 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 I saw the mm-hmm. first episode yeah. in that one so they were basically the same people.
2: Yeah. Right, cuz it was like cuz the the Rashomon job they're like looking at how they were 5 years mm-hmm. prior to them being this team that are actually yeah. working together mm-hmm. and how they were all looking at each other like oh this is how you saw me and this is how you when they're you're looking back and thinking about the <clears throat> memories yeah. in and what happens in 5 years memory what? things change i'm like sophie Devereux they're like And their perceptions her, 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 of each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: So let <laughs> me let me for the for the listeners who may not be familiar with it the the basic premise of the Roshman Job episode is that they're all at their usual hangout at the beginning of the episode <laughs> the bar and at, at, at the bar and um and something is being covered on TV where they're they're talking about this an item, an artifact had been stolen, and they're all arguing about. They're all saying that they they're all insisting that they're the one who stole it, and and then Tim uh, the Tim Hutton's character Nathan Ford comes in and goes all right well tell me the stories and we'll figure out who's who's actually telling the truth. So you start they each tell. Their, their 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 version of this this evening's events from their perspective, and the funny thing is, is that when you with the first time out, you see just the one actor saying, "This is okay." She, you know, was it Sophie? Sophie it was so- Sophie. Yeah. Sophie tells it first because she's and the Duchess. She and she goes through how, how she basically did this whole con and how she layered everything together, and you see all these people interacting with each other, and she goes, and that's this and, is how and I. She
1: was two characters. She yes, was she was playing yeah. two characters yeah.
0: herself. And then you know it was it was Elliot who was second, I think. Elliot's second, yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden now he's got the spin, but now you see where he actually fits into Sophie's story and how he was this particular person, not the not the the character actor no, who. I think pl-
2: Elliot actually went second. Yeah, Elliot yeah, that's, was second. yeah. That's what I'm yeah. saying.
0: Sophie then Elliot. I right. Something. Yeah, you, you're not a high Elliot. school student not paying attention. We're not used to that. Um <laughs> then
2: after Elliot was Hardison. Yeah. And
0: then yep, and, and then, then, then after Parker. Hardison then Parker. was Parker, and then after Then that
2: the, the, was Nate. Yeah. It was
0: Nate, yeah. And then it was Nate. They all tell their their perspectives. And so it's funny as it's going as they're going through, as each person's telling their story, they're telling it from their perspective, but now it's adding them into the original you know, the original thing. So mm-hmm. now you're seeing that this per- person that Sophie was uh was associating with was actually this character. It was this particular main character. Mm-hmm. And so they, it keeps. they keep layering it on. And the, how I thought it was funny how they kept picking on Sophie's accent. I yes, was just going to so say that. Nice. Each know? layer gets sillier and sillier. He's completely
6: <laughs> elegant than the British cockney and then yeah. complete nutter. It
7: was
0: Scottish. understandable. Was Scottish. Yeah, she goes, wait a minute, you think I'm Scottish? But where did that yeah. come in? You know? So it's just <laughs> Sophie's frustration. one of the
3: dwarves from Lord of the Rings, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, so Sophie's frustration is everybody tries to basically say, well, this is how she was speaking. She's like, that's not me. (laughs) You know, so... Um, and then, it, it, so it's this whole thing. It keeps layering. But it's keeps funny because
2: then she revises her story to make him more of a bumpkin. <laughs> yes, with a corn cob. And she's like, and- "No, you already
0: had your turn." <laughs> now here's by by the time that let's see, it was it was Sophie. Then it was Elliot. Then it was was it Hardison? Hardison. Hardison. Okay. By the time yeah. that Hardison starts telling his version,
2: you already know the story.
0: Well, you know the story, but here's you're starting to guess which one's Parker, and I'm trying right. to think which one's Nate. I was thinking that the chief of security was actually Nate. That, you know this guy who was played by the by uh-huh. the character I Actually, character that act- for a moment. Yeah, oh, the, the um, guy man. who played the character uh, of of Flocks on Star Trek Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I name? can't think yeah, of that so actor's name right now. But but uh, Tanya yeah, has. Yeah, but char-
4: if, if you if you watched all three seasons, mm-hmm. you would know by now that Sophie and Nate already know each other. Okay. Yes.
0: Yes. That's true. Yes, they, there, there's they enough. They reference
6: that in the pilot. I they think. do yes. reference that in the. I th- like well,
0: they here's shot the thing. Each other or I yeah, they I I watched the pilot after I watched Rashomon Job. Oh, so, so I watched the pilot first. Yes, yeah. So I was because I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, nobody jumped to my defense. Thank you for that. Well, sure, uh, is whether we're having outside. <laughs> what you're not an John Billingsley. What? John, yeah, those John Billingsley who plays Flocks uh, right, in Star Trek Enterprise. He plays the uh, the the character C- of the C- the Chief of Security, Coswell, and it's great how he's like this fearsome presence. Whatever,
2: and then he's and just then, like, I just want to ask her on a date. Yeah, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you get to the actual last telling
0: of the story, and he's become this bumbling idiot. It's it's funny, and and we're you know last week we were talking about poetry. And we did our poetry slam, poetry reading thing, and we talked about how perspective can change depending on who the person. And this kind of fits into it because mm-hmm. you, with the Rashomon job, you're seeing the same set of events from the the viewpoint of five different characters, and so it's how everybody interprets the same thing that happened, and you kind of piece together the, you know, the the presence of this particular item. So I don't. I'm, that was just me making observations. So anyway, carrying on.
7: Yeah, instead of watching the pilot, I went back and watched the Kurosawa film. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the what?
0: The it was Based yeah.
7: on the Kurosawa movie, Rashomon. Yeah,
0: I think that'd be nice. All right. So, yes. where where are we going now, uh, Sybil? Where are we going from here at this point on this conversation? Help me out here, because I'm not nearly as smart as I think I am. True. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Did we lose Sybil?
4: No, just moving.
0: Oh, and moving with pain. I'm sorry. Sybil had a, a, a brief conversation with some rocks during a rafting expedition. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Just very brief, very sudden. Uh, I, I think Sybil won, but, you know, it was a Pyrrhic victory. So. You okay, hon? Yeah, I'm good. All right.
4: The The great thing about the Rashman job episode is it really shows each person that they do need everybody else. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, so it's kind of a reminder of how the team came together that they were all soloists but now they they are a functioning single unit and they need each other. All right. Um where are we going? Where are we going? Sherry, what about you? Have you had any additional thoughts to add so far to this?
3: Well, um, one of the reasons why I love this particular episode and this episode that you guys allowed me to pick which episode Mm -hmm. um, for us to do for this is that, um, as was already mentioned, this is based on uh, an Akira Kurosawa film called Rashomon, which is one of my all-time favorite films. Okay. And, um... Right up there with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. What?
0: One of your favorite films right up there with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead.
3: Absolutely. See?
0: I I pay Um, attention.
3: <laughs> so um, one of the things that I love about this, and it's something that um, that Alana, when I watched the episode for the like second or third time with her, and, that she picked up, and it's something that I always loved about the movie is is you go into it thinking that Nate's version, because he is outside of the events, um, is the most real. You think his his version of Coswell's got to be right because why would he? Why would he have any other version of it? Right. They were all afraid of Cosmos, Of course, he, to them, he's this big, strong, scary um, guy, fearsome creature. But to, what does Nate care? Yeah. Except for as they're going through, they keep commenting that oh, he he's, might even be smarter than Nate.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and every
3: time they they flash over to Timothy Hutton, and he's got this look like, what do you mean? So in his version, he's a complete bumbling idiot.
0: Yeah. Well, so I think the, the constant references to him idea being that. Go ahead.
3: I love this idea that everything that everyone's seeing, everything they're relaying is through their own lenses.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: That Sophie's throwing, seeing it through the lens of a grifter.
5: Mm-hmm. And
3: Parker's seeing it through the lens of a thief. And Hardison's seeing it through the lens of, of the hacker. a hacker. And mm-hmm. Elliot is a hitter. But Nate has his own lens also.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And where you understand is that truth is so subjective and that's what the whole episode to me really shows is that nobody has the whole picture right nobody has the whole story and even when they get together all their stories because it's all through their own lenses Mm -hmm. we still don't have the same story
0: that's poetry and i
3: find Mm -hmm. that just fascinating
0: and and now and that's kind of the vibe uh, of the show. It brings these different personalities together, and like any good character piece, any ensemble piece, the, it's the, how the, the characters interact with each other, how they bounce off of each other, what they, how they, they shape each other's uh, perception of things. So, Very cool.
6: Well, I think the, the one thing that I picked up on, maybe I'm wrong, somebody <clears throat> who is uh, more uh, learned in the show can correct me. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how they all need each other. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, they all got to a certain point and then all of a sudden, the dagger wasn't there. Like Devro, she gets back to England, opens up the crate. It's, it's gone. gone, right? Because Elliot had it switched it. Switched it, uh-huh. but then
2: Parker had Parker
6: put- had swiped it out of there, sw- swapped it with the fake, and yeah. then Nate had cracked the fake in half in front of
0: everybody. In front the of everybody. It's, yeah.
6: And it's like okay, so like
0: you they, see the journey of the actual item as it's going from person to person, yeah, and they were yeah. all
6: just. They're that one little piece. They're, like, they're all very highly skilled, but each of them has that one little piece that makes it a whole thing that mm-hmm. works.
0: Mm-hmm. That's cool. Fun stuff.
1: Now, now, I have a question, though. Yes. Uh, the show lasted for five seasons, as I yes. looked up. And, and we mentioned off the air that it doesn't seem to have the fandom that most cult shows or clever shows or quirky shows seem to have they most shows like this seem to find an audience that's fervent and and online message groups and fan clubs and you know Firefly was on for one year and it's like it's the biggest show in the history of of nerddom right how how come this show is so hard to uh find like a um rabid group of fans of All right, Sherry and Sybil, have you guys got any insight on that?
3: I have no idea. Okay. (laughs) I honestly have no idea other than it started, it was a mid-season replacement, and it had one of those um, split, it it did split seasons Uh where it was, uh, they did it during, uh, they did half the season during the winter break and then half the season during the summer. It was one of those shows. Okay. And uh, much like another show that I really love that has never gotten, I think, the publicity that I think it deserved, Rizzoli and Isles, that did the same thing.
0: Rizzoli and Isles. Um,
3: uh,
2: where, where, where Angie is, Harmon. Yeah, that's another great one. Yeah. Rizzoli and Isles. It's, it's Angie Harmon.
0: Angie Harmon. Okay, I know who Angie Harmon is. What's, it's, um, I've never like heard a, of like a,
2: like a police, days. Uh, Like a police uh,
1: detective type. Yeah. Of. Is it
0: another Cagney and Lacey kind of a kind thing? Kind of. Whereas oh. Freaks and yeah, Geeks, which
1: is sort of our uh, our... Sort of uh, what we are. Mm -hmm. Freaks and Geeks did the exact same thing. They had a couple months on, then they had to take a break for, like, the World Series or Mm -hmm. Olympics or something. Hmm. Then came back on, and it lasted one year, but it, it has a very fervent following. Like, people who love it love it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Oh, you'll you like this. There's multiple references to Doctor Who throughout the whole series. Yeah,
0: I heard Hardison make a couple of comments mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it. I, I was into that. Agents
2: Tenet and Smith that they. Agents, have... Tenet <laughs> and Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I missed yep. that. Damn.
2: No, not in this one, but they. Oh. Yeah, no, a different episode. Different episode, but they make mm-hmm. a lot of references, and okay. there was a Doctor Who reference <clears throat> at least in. Uh, uh-huh. this
6: in that one. one,
0: yeah. Well, he was an outright comment about it, uh, and then I see in the also in the trivia is that the number forty two is often mm-hmm. used. As it should yeah. be. Uh, Exactly. It is the answer to life, the universe, and everything. All right. So, because, Har- because go ahead.
3: Hardison is the person, who, he's the computer guy, he's mm-hmm. the one who creates their IDs and things like that, and he is a well established geek. Oh, yeah. Um, it's often, <laughs> there's a lot of geeky references in their um, personas.
0: Okay do we find that and that's going to i'm going to ask about this because seeing an african american as the geek and the, the nerd and the the, the 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 hacker and all that is that is that different in this day and age is that something we didn't expect is that is that kind of cool that they really kind of did they do it and that it's because i'm i'm looking at how shows are starting to cast more broadly and they're they're not so concerned about you know the cookie cutter Casting, and they're they're trying to basically take in, and that's going to lead me to a different point in a moment. Now that I'm thinking about it, but anyway, I asked the question. I said, "Is this something that that's, that, that's nice? It's kind of, it pushes those boundaries?"
4: Um,
6: I I don't know if it <laughs> pushes boundaries uh-huh. as like, well, you know, we're gonna take the stereotypical character and do this. Maybe it's just. Yeah, they, they auditioned a bunch of people. He was just maybe the best one. And I think that's the, the kind of the point I'm shooting for: is, yeah. is it's
0: just it's nice to see that they're not going for a, a particular look,
6: right? And I think it was just he was the best character. I don't yeah. know if there was any. Maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't know if there was any racial motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, to diversify the cast, as it were.
0: I worry about American TV. I really do. It's uh, you know, I mean, uh, I've been watching a couple of shows that have been produced either by BBC or Canada, uh, and Canada, for instance, has come out with Dark Matter and uh, Killjoy's Degrassi and then that you know and it's it's you know like for instance I just started watching Killjoys and to see you know the female lead is not she's she's very unique in her look she's very in her appearance is different and her her manner is different and I always like the way that everybody other than America casts people you know that's,
6: that's the thing it's like you I don't know why but they always say you have to look a specific way for a specific character. Uh-huh. And I, I think, especially in this day and age,
5: mm-hmm.
7: it doesn't really matter anymore.
0: Yeah, and okay. so I kind of, at least, I my social commentary log. wandering yeah. off.
7: I think of that because I actually watched Earth Girls Are Easy recently. Getting <laughs> that. So I'm a blonde, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. The part, what was the line again? Duck Magnum? And we don't yeah. have that. And I don't want to see that. <laughs> I want to see different stuff. Huns, yeah. You know, if the person's good in the role, let them be in it. So yeah. Exactly.
0: I'm looking forward to when, when... Good storytelling wins out 100 percent of the time over ratings. Oh, I
7: say that about God. comic books all the time. Write good stories, and we will come.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously, that
7: would be lovely. I don't know. If yeah, it'll, it'll, happen, it'll never happen. Oh, it'd be—it's nice to dream. Not
0: 100 percent of the time, at least. No. So we like leverage, though. We're all into leverage. I mean, <laughs> well, Ian, Ian and I watched Roshman job, and then we watched the pilot, and then we just started from the pilot. We just let Netflix go ahead and start playing it. We 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 went. How many episodes did <laughs> well, we go in? Like seven. three or four four or five i don't remember but it was
2: it, it's it just keeps going it's yeah. like when you binge watch you're just like okay go now i'm in and, yeah
5: yeah
6: well because i remember when we pitched this idea and i actually asked you know, what's leverage i'd never heard of it uh-huh. me either <clears throat> yeah. yeah and now after watching two episodes billy i'm like you i gotta binge watch it. yeah yeah because <laughs> after the pilot i was like wow. i kind of yeah. like this show and it, i kind of want to watch it fun. but i gotta watch the other one I got to watch the Rashimon yeah. job for the. It,
2: podcast. It, it's fun. It's truly check your brain at the door yeah, and sit back and enjoy. It's is it, is it really, though? Is it? Is but it fully not. a check your
0: brain? No, they. No, I, no, I think you it don't must sort of have
2: to pay attention Yeah, which you may do have, have a, to pay attention. That may be why on, my like, wife. The sixth time watching it, then you can check your brain, brain may, at the door. <laughs>
1: that <then, then laughs> may be why my wife wasn't right. sure if she liked it or not. Yeah. You know, Because she
2: wasn't really. You're 51 episodes in!
5: Like, I'm two episodes
1: in.
7: They're not even in a row, and I'm hooked.
5: I want to watch the rest of it. Yeah, me too.
7: Apologies beforehand, but the more you watch it, the more. The more leverage it has over you. Oh
0: Jesus, he's been on fire today. <laughs> close to ready. Oh my lord. This is when we all start vamping. He's been waiting all day oh,
5: for the line. Line. <laughs> There's
0: There's a the rim line. shot for you. <laughs> Holy cow.
5: I tried to. That's how not unready to to I out, so.
0: Good lord. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how bad Rob's been today is that that Billy actually had to go to Billy Squire. <laughs>
6: Death is if that's a bad thing? Oh my oh, stars! God.
0: Oh my stars! All right, so Sybil. Um, as we start wrapping the, the leverage chat up, what what is it about the show that's gonna that that you, you Christian Kane. Really okay, other than Christian Cain. <laughs> can, can I bring up the casting
2: is I can someone, ask her, I can answer for her. Okay, let's
0: go it, with casting. Is
1: someone who had, had never seen and like I said, I'd never seen the show before. Mm-hmm. Timothy Hutton was honestly the only name I recognized, right. mm-hmm. The only actor on that show I knew. Who by the way, I, I just want Timothy Hutton mm-hmm. looks like Tim Allen in this. For me, okay. I don't know if I'm going to ruin it. No, the kind of looks, looks like good.
2: Tom Hanks to me.
1: The other one looks like Christian Slater, <clears throat> okay. Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, everybody seems to have. So you're the, seeing leverage look, of the movie, yes. So <laughs> I'm, I'm already casting a, a a movie, okay, version of this with uh Christian Slater and Eddie mm-hmm. Murphy. Who would play
0: Parker?
3: Beth Ricebrough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: well, he's 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 doing the whole Hollywood yeah. thing, so he's already Christian Bell. Kristen Bell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she
6: looks innocent enough, but she could flip that switch and- I
1: actually know Uma Thurman. That's possible. Ah.
0: Mm. Uma Maybe. Thurman.
1: Yeah, I I, I ah. kept seeing uh I guess not. Um no. <laughs> well I kept seeing the Kill Bill movies when I saw <laughs> she looked like uh the bride. <laughs> so
0: uh, yeah, yeah. anyway, so where was I? I was I was asking so what Sybil c- and Sherry to <laughs> You guys have gone back to this show over and over again. my so my question is it's first to Sybil and then to Sherry. My question is this. It's very simple. It's why. What is it about this show that keeps you coming back to watch it over and over and over again?
4: I honestly enjoy how the characters interact with each other. Okay. There is not that single star of the show.
0: Mm
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Each character actually is the star. So you don't feel like you're just, oh, you're just watching for this person or you're just watching for this person. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's every single episode. Yeah, different episodes are centered around different characters, mm-hmm. but you still need everybody else there to get the full experience.
0: Gotcha. So it's not Nate it gets the team to do this and then Nate gets the team to do that and then Nate gets the team. It's it's Nate and and, and uh Elliot mm-hmm. and Parker and Sophie and, and And
2: sometimes you just want to watch again to see what Parker does.
6: <laughs> yeah, I got that feeling. Is I'm did sorry. I, did I miss her doing something insane Yeah, so yeah.
2: what, what, yeah. Is, what is she going to get the rest of the team to do that mm-hmm. they don't really want to do? Yeah.
1: Do, like, do you find yourself at different episodes um, having different characters? Okay, oh, Parker's my favorite. Oh, Elliot's my favorite. Like
4: they're yeah. all my favorite, yeah. but yes. Yeah. They're all my yeah, favorite. Parker's my favorite more often than not. Uh huh.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: But, you know, I do love Elliot, and there's several Hardison episodes. There's one episode where he plays the violin, mm-hmm. and
7: oh, that whole
5: episode is just it's
7: amazing.
1: It's a horror job. See, so far, yes. Hardison's my favorite, based uh-huh. on my two episodes. Okay. Age of the Geek, yeah. baby. Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. I'll give Timothy the a compliment, the too. The geek. They had Tim- Timothy co- compliment, too. He was better in this than in Iceman.
0: <laughs> anyway. anyway um no, nah, it was really no. not worth. No, no. But I well, didn't Iceman get it, so. was Iceman was another piece that uh, Timothy Hutton played in, and it was it was a movie that you could forget very quickly. It was, in my, good. No, it no, was no. Not good. It was not good. It was not good. Easy. So, Careful, but people I'm in the middle.
3: forget that he's an Oscar winner. When you're talking about casting it right. in a big Hollywood, he's an Oscar winner. Timothy Hutton. Really? What did he win an Oscar ordinary for?
0: Ordinary
5: people.
3: Was ordinary people. It? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. yeah.
0: I had forgotten about that.
3: A long time ago, he's amazing. He's an amazing. Oh, guy. I like him very much. Some bad roles, but uh-huh. he's an amazing actor.
0: He he always comes across um, as, as he is. You know, he's always one step oh, yeah. ahead of something. Falcon in
1: the Snowman. That was
0: a good movie. That was yeah. a good movie. Yeah, that was. I remember that. Yeah,
7: Ta- he was in Taps too. I think. Wasn't uh-huh. he? Yes, he yeah. was. Yeah. Yes,
0: everybody was in Taps. <laughs> I remember when the, I, was I was in grade taps. school when that one came. out. You were in Taps?
7: Yeah, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of the junior students?
2: He's working on a new TV series called Jack Ryan.
6: Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, uh, the Lee Child books? Or no, that's Jack Reacher, sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Jack
2: Jack Ryan, this one's. This is like a, um, he's playing uh, something called Singer.
0: Okay. That's interesting that they're going to do a Jack Ryan TV series. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm. That has a 50-50 shot. All right. So what else do we want to say about Leverage before we wrap this one up?
3: um so the thing that keeps me coming back to it is a couple of things um one of them is that uh, while all the show except for like a couple of two-parters all the shows are self-contained okay which is nice because you can watch it and then you can walk away and you can watch it again you don't have to keep watching but things have consequences Mm-hmm.
5: Okay.
0: A
3: lot of shows that do a bunch of one-offs. Okay, there's like okay, this happened in this episode, and then you never hear about it again.
0: Okay, so they
3: everything that happens mm-hmm. has consequences, that... and it will be brought up later.
0: That's we'll cool. Come back
3: and bite Ooh. them in the ass when they least expect
2: it.
5: See, exactly. that's what I liked about Fringe. Good
3: and
0: bad. Yeah, yes. Babylon Five like, too. Yeah, Babylon Five and Fringe. lines. Yeah,
3: can come back. There is like one of my absolute favorite Parker lines. Okay. Um, it there like in one episode she says something, and it has a certain meaning, and then a season later she brings that up to let Hardison know that what they talked about in that p- the p- previous craving season. Craving pretzels. Yes, pretzels. <laughs> was it pre- what?
0: What was the line? I'm in the
3: mood for pretzels.
0: I'm in the mood for pretzels.
3: It will make sense when you see the episode.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm all in.
3: But, I mean, these things have consequences. These characters, they change in such a way that it makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Very cool to so, know. Th-
3: so things don't come out of the blue. When they do things, it's because...
2: Something's happened in a previous episode. Yes. That Yeah.
3: And even Parker even says at one point, we agreed, we all changed together.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm looking forward to really getting into oh, this yeah. show. I kinda to I'm, I'm, I'm ready to binge. Yeah, I'm <laughs> ready to binge some leverage now. Thanks. I'm going back. I'm I put armed. it back on my list. So. Yeah. Great. you got to binge <laughs> that and Killjoys and Black Mirror and, you know, and, 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 and yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. What do we want to do on our next Not A Book Club?
2: I'm not Ooh. sure.
0: Um, Ian, you got your Ian's hand got up. To... What do you want yeah. What do you want to suggest? What's
5: that?
2: Warehouse 13. Warehouse
1: there 13. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. Okay. So, What's our next.
2: That? Mm-hmm. Is that a good mm one? I love that
1: show. I love that show. All right. That show. Oh, it's a show. Okay. I thought yeah. it was Wareha- a good one. No, no, it was, it was, it was Sci Fi Network. It's got
2: Saul Rubenstein. Saul
0: Rubenek. Yeah. Yep, Rubenek.
1: particular episode, the pilot. Uh, uh, I would say
3: maybe
2: the
1: pilot. the
0: pilot. Let me- uh, Yeah, i
3: got to start with the pilot. I'll start with the pilot. So, we'll
0: not a book club the pilot of Warehouse 13 in the next time we do the Not a Book Club sessions. All right. Good. Where, Warehouse yes.
3: 13 is like a cross between uh, Eureka and the X Files. Yes.
0: Well, actually, it's it's a spinoff of, of Eureka because they they cross over on a couple of occasions. There's a couple of times where Eureka, Eureka characters universe. pop up mm-hmm. in yeah. Warehouse 13, and vice versa, um, where you're introduced to Allison Scagliotti. Anyway, mm. Mm. Um, God bless it. Kristen is one track mind. Hello. Okay. Is it so, on Netflix? Is it? I'm sure. Sh-
2: no, no, it's not.
0: Uh Oh, it used to be.
2: It used to be. That's how maybe I got Amazon.
6: Maybe Amazon. Amazon Prime. Mm, maybe I guess we'll find it.
0: Well, Frank, we'll figure that out. So and yeah. if we need to, then we'll do something else, too. So we'll, yeah. we'll but right now, tentatively, we'll put Warehouse 13 on the uh, the radar of, of future not a book club oh, wow. episodes. All right. That's cool. That's awesome. Thank you guys for perfect sitting, as always. Sybil, always lovely to hear your voice. I haven't heard it in ages. We have to fix that. I miss my baby sister. Yes. All right. So you and I have to have a proper catch-up soon. Uh, And so for Sybil and Sherry, ever the the great contribution. Uh, And for Rob and for Zach, for Becca, for Tanya, for Billy, and myself, I am Chris. Wow, we had a lot of people on today. We did. This has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation. Producers and purveyors of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you with the Mini-Con, September 23rd and 24th at the Grease Ridge Center Mall. And then again, the big show, FC3, coming at you June 9th and 10th of 2018. Like us, love us, follow us on Facebook, and we will see you next week.